0: Welcome back, everyone, to the podcast for The Love of Cinema, a movie podcast where our motto is we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 344B. The second episode for the week, we'll now discuss our thoughts on Heart of Stone, available on Netflix. With you for that discussion, Grayson Maxwell, Roger Stillian, and Christopher Bond, handsome gentlemen all. For the episode discussing. The last voyage of the Demeter, including the whole box office breakdown, what streaming and trailer talk. Check out episode three four four a posted on Tuesday, eight twenty two. Tomato meter twenty eight percent. That's about where it belongs. Audience score fifty six. Not much better. Let's look at some particulars. You guys still with me over there? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you roll, man. All right. Gal Gadot, Jamie Dornan. Beautiful Jamie Dornan. Wasting. You know her name movie. is
1: Gal Gadot, right?
0: Don't do that to him.
2: <laughs> don't do that to him.
0: Oh, my goodness. Gal Gadot, Jamie Dornan, Aliyah Bot, Archie Madaki, Matthias, Schwiegerfer. I'm just going to, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing these names. Um, a few more people that I don't want to mispronounce, but directed by Tom Harper. Uh, let's talk about this Netflix movie, Heart of Stone. Roger, what's the budget for this thing? 70? Actually, that's 70? That's not nearly. That's, that's lower that's than I thought it was gonna yeah, be. That's a lot yeah, lower that's, than that. that's the only okay. number.
2: So I've got a number a couple times. It said anywhere from seventy to seventy-five and sixty-eight to seventy-five. So I right. am gonna peg it at seventy for the best. So Netflix is hard to get budgets for. They it's don't. True. They don't. Have yeah, that's to, true. They don't say it. So it's not often,
0: but I got a couple of reports. So well, lately you know. we've also people have also at least in my camp of talking to people who work in the industry regularly of putting that Netflix things is, the numbers, they're not exactly what Netflix wants them to be. So they need to start scaling back a little bit on their budgets for sure. Especially if the strike goes the wrong way and they start paying out insane amounts of residuals. <laughs> oh man, bad news bears for Netflix. Anyway, let's talk about Heart of Stone, aka The Mission Impossible Wannabe, or <laughs> name other any, other any other great action movie this is trying to rip off 100%. Let's Any talk good about action movie? As you can tell,
1: this movie... Any hurt. action movie? Any action think, movie. Do you even think this thing was trying to rip off films? Because like I don't even know if it was smart enough to do that. Well, it... it I think it was bad TV
0: it ripped off? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> like the old Mission Impossible show? Like it just, yeah. just The Wire with more tech. <laughs> the Wire with more tech. It's featuring Gal Gadot. Let's talk about it. Roger, what is Heart of Stone about on Netflix? Um, about a
2: heart? And then a lady named Stone, and their Chris, adventures together.
0: Chris, what is Heart of Stone about on Netflix?
1: Uh, see, there's this heart, and it's used by uh, agent with the last name of Stone.
0: Can you guys please?
1: And just...
2: their <laughs> adventures together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well, I mean, so like world? in okay, all seriousness, what's Heart of Stone about, guys? Please, I'll okay. Well, no, in all fairness, this movie this movie even sucks at its own premise. So this this film is about an agent. Who is undercover as a worse than she is agent? That instead of having one set of <laughs> yeah,
2: what's that about? At a
1: one, she has one set of particular skills. Is what she's undercover as, like you know Liam Neeson style. But instead, she has a lot of skills and like Liam Neeson, yeah. And she's very good at uh, at everything that you want her to be good at. And there's no explanation for how or why she's good at what she is. She just is. And yeah, she goes on an adventure using this thing for half the film. And then for the other half, she doesn't have the same. Uh, she's culture. an operative she
0: has, has to recover. She's me. an operative trying to get back a stolen weapon. That's definitely going to mean the doom of the world, which I is mean, what yeah, all okay. these big, all these big spy thrillers are eventually about. What was, I was, I couldn't think of it was, was, was there a, a movie or a franchise we watched where one of the things they were after was called God's eye. Was it, was was, was, was that a that's fast, fast and furious? Okay. So,
2: mm-hmm. but, so they've, they've used God's eye, for several Fast and Furious movies,
0: yeah. Okay, well, so this thing, the heart, as they call it, is definitely just a rip off of visually Minority Report, and like how it does things is definitely a
1: rip off of other things like God's Eye, and
0: it's it's like a combination
2: of like. Many prediction things. tech and yeah. algorithms or algorithm tech and
1: yeah, I mean the idea of like cool of what like I'm three, thinking. of of three D rendered hollow technology is not like owned by any one movie franchise though. It it's something that's no, of, more, uh, more, of and course more not. real as we of course get not. further in, into like technology. So that's fine, well, I, especially I with
0: I, I especially with um
1: like AI becoming super yeah. smart. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, like I didn't dislike or care about them using that. It didn't it, it didn't even feel tropey. Like no. that was fine. It's it's it's. it's the actual writing of this movie that sucks it, it's it's the story wow. it's the plot tell it's, us
2: how you really feel
1: well okay so here's, here's <laughs> a, so let me just tell you so going into it obviously
0: it has it has a very you know mission impossible opening some operatives trying to do something covertly and get away with it without being caught that's a, you know i i think mission impossible kind of owns yep. that we right got big now.
2: budget action off the bat
0: mm-hmm. yes of course we do and um poorly it's a it's a good cast, you know. Um, Gal Gal Gadot is you know she's great when she she's been in great things. Um, the other the other members of the cast also. Um, Jamie Dornan again when he wants to be great, he is great. Um, and it's these two are just they're wasted in this. It's unfortunate because their talents are just fucking wasted in this movie.
1: Well, it's weird
0: like- how they're they're just this material was beneath their 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 level.
1: Well, here's the thing and correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like i feel like uh old gal she kind of phoned it in on this too yep i didn't feel like i didn't feel like i mean, maybe 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 the movie itself you know lent, made it hard for her to like to really shine but i don't feel like like her acting in this was stellar or even like that there was like a lot of harder passion behind this no, no I, I i agree it's with you, chris like she's a you. block of wood dude she doesn't yeah. care okay okay it, well it, here's it, the thing it, it didn't feel like there was a lot of a lot of passion coming from this from any angle
0: i think stars of this caliber are used to at least having scripts that make sense and i say that because i don't think the script makes any sense because everything is so vague about everything that nothing makes any sense you know they're they're so they're so determined to get back this this piece of tech that in the wrong hands is going to mean the end of the world however we never really understand what they use the tech for all they say is something like to prevent to minimize lives lost that's, yeah it's not really like an ethos that's like that's more of well, like no a,
2: it's it's anybody's version of what you think the
0: world should be exactly and that's, that's what the problem is like, with that kind of tech everything is so vague nothing is nothing is described chris you said you saw the twist coming like way before it came oh god yeah and there's there, there's i would argue now we're talking about two moments i didn't even say there's i think two surprising moments in this movie which i think i'll give you credit for it didn't see these coming now chris you saw one coming maybe not as drastic as it actually came but it's the second yeah, one yeah. i also didn't see coming and i'm kind of glad i didn't but again it's there's very few saving graces here and it's so weird because this is netflix this should have been a marquee title for netflix it should have been you know under three weeks 100 million views like extraction was i just don't understand what went wrong when I, mean, I do understand what went wrong the script is awful they let someone awful write it it's gal gadot was wasted i'm, I'm sure she this was a paycheck for her nothing else
2: so i would also say that on top of all that other bad stuff like i think it's shot poorly i I think 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 the the quality of the cgi is very poor it's Um, not
1: great at some points for sure
2: and like so this is this is a movie where you get a lot of computer generated models and 3d tech and stuff like that it looks bad when she's on top the blimp well, yeah, sure. Well, no, I was thinking the parachute scene, right off the rip. Oh god, dude, yeah. look, that's horrid. All right, that's like, horrendous. Like that, that's like you know, I you know, joke. That's bad TV.
1: Yeah, like no, that's what
2: that looks like right. to me. You're absolutely um, right. Like the quality of that scene. Look, obviously, look, I don't even care that this. It's preposterous. The idea is preposterous. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it
1: looks. Janky it, as hell. It looks preposterous. Yeah, it looks so bad. <laughs> well, like like I mentioned, the blimp when, when when the blimp's exploding and she's running down it, and like it shows the explosion yeah. inside of it, like and, and
2: it's behind her, like it yeah. loo- it it, yeah. loo-
1: it looks like a bad YouTube video. Yeah, it's not great, you know, for a multi billion dollar company at this point to put this out. I, I just I don't understand. So yeah, I
0: mean I don't know. We've seen it better done. um I even you remember that movie Flyboys. Chris, you probably definitely won't, but Roger, you may. With um I don't, Franco doesn't ring a bell. about World War One dogfighting. Um no. Jean Jean Renault, um James Franco is in it. It's it's very kind of a slower move, but there is an exploding a Zeppelin that explodes because it's one of the battles that takes place right next to a German Zeppelin and it's I remember that there's a scene when a German is who is using a mounted gun on top of the Zeppelin to try to shoot some of these planes and as it is exploding he's running running and that looks I remember that looking I remember thinking to myself wow that hmm. looked great the movie wasn't great but that was an awesome sequence I loved it and it's this one I watched this and I'm like wow that's worse than a movie made in 2005. Yeah, it's, it's pretty 20 bad. years ago, almost. And that's, that's saying something. You know what that reminds me of? Like that kind of terrible CGI,
2: like a bad, one of the bad Pierce Brosnan Bond films. Mm, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, Like that's,
2: yeah. Like, what is that? Tomorrow Never Dies? Yeah,
1: that one has. Yeah.
0: It. Yep. Is that the one with the ice castle? Yeah,
2: okay, I think okay. so. Yeah, that one's
0: fucking awful. <laughs> the movie stinks. Jonathan Price. I think it's isn't he the villain, Jonathan Price or something? Yeah, yeah. it's. So here's what I want to going. Let me ask you guys going into this. What did you expect out? We, I know we watched the trailer. So going into it, what did you expect? You want my honest take on this? Yes, please. I kind of expected exactly what we got.
2: So like, look, I'm not even, I'm not even trying to be mean about this stuff anymore is every time we review Netflix and not every time, sorry, that's, that's not fair. But nine times out of 10. Now, when we review Netflix movies, they are bad. Um, And so when I, we watched this trailer and I saw some of this. So before, when I watched the trailer, I knew three quarters of the movie before, you know, I actually watched the two hour long, unnecessarily long two two hour movie. Um, I knew everything was going to happen. And I saw some of the bad CGI in the trailer. Like you have a legit star and I have no problem with Gal Gadot doing whatever she wants, right? She's fine like these movies are not good yeah but
1: so like you say you know what you're having a problem with gal gadot doing whatever she wants it doesn't feel like she wants to be here well so
2: maybe it's contractual at this point well
1: well, that's what i mean though and it's like i i don't know you asked like like how do we feel going into this i i i was the most lukewarm on watching this film that i've that i've been you know for anything else because but it's because it's it's a movie out of nowhere we don't hear nothing about that shows up on Netflix that has a decent star in it. You know what I mean? Quote unquote for decent star. It's like, I've seen this before, this formula of Netflix puts out a movie. It has someone that I recognize in it, but I've never heard of the film before. Let's turn it on. Oh, it's a pile of trash. It, it, that just, it's sad that that's kind of the expectation and the norm where we're so surprised when we get something like an extraction or an extraction 2, mm-hmm. you know or you know a mnemona or like these films that are good.
2: Those are the exceptions, not the rules. Yeah. Ones. And
1: like that's that that's the hardest part when you are able to afford these, you know, these these stars. I, I I'd be willing to do some research or know, or know if someone's like seen this. Like, what's the ratio of positively um reviewed movies on Netflix compared to theatrical because like their batting average is way lower right has to so be. like but but they're spending yeah. more money than theaters well no, spending, than, than not, not necessarily movies. more but they're spending as much yeah so like like why are your movies not better like you need to figure this out obviously it has probably has something to do with your writers because they have their own writers working for this company so like why why are you willing to throw all this money at all this stuff but not willing to invest in better talent for writing?
0: Well, money? that's that's like not that's always the, the case. That's not always – I mean Netflix does buy scripts written by other people. They don't always have their own people. But I mean I imagine they do have in, in-house writers that that do what they do to scripts after they purchase them and
1: they fix them, whatever well, they, or, they think is fixing. Well, that, that doesn't change what I said then though. They're still They're still paying money for bad writing, whether it's their own or something that they buy off someone else. Fair enough. Well, so or like they—I they're, mean,
0: or they're just really counting on, or they don't care about the quality and they just want the view. They don't give two shits. Which what's, to me, what's that's worse. I mean, they're—they're <laughs> they're, they're trying. They're—they're they're using Gal Gal to sell this. They're just hoping that because she's, you know, especially I—I I would be willing to bet that this was this has been done for a while and they looked at this and said, we can't put this up against Mission
1: Impossible. We can't. Oh, well, I and
2: mean, that's fair.
0: <laughs> well, so no, we got so like to push that.
1: it back. By Netflix standards, you put this out when the the same day is Mission Impossible. So when someone sees Mission Impossible, you know, they, I want more like this, and they turn this one on because they want something else. And they're like, I don't
2: want like this. Or,
1: <laughs> or in the opposite vein, someone that can't afford to go to the movie theaters but they got Netflix, go. All right, well, this isn't Mission Impossible, but this is a this is some spy thriller action movie, and they turn it on. But it's, I, here's the thing: it's not it's, a spy it's, thriller it's not. action movie. It's <laughs> it's not even fair to compare the two. Honestly, I mean, it's barely a spy movie. And it's got True. weak ass action. Well like so, I d okay. I, I don't like the non explanation of like of of what what's her name? Something heart? No, no, what's her Stone. name? Stone Stone. Stone, Stone Stone. Rachel Stone. Rachel Stone. Like I don't understand like why they didn't explain how she's like the agent that she is. Cause she's doing some fucking crazy ass shit. She's nope. doing what Bond would do. She's doing what, you know, what what what's his name? From Mission Impossible, Ethan. Yeah, the, the, she's doing it with e, what Ethan Hunt would do, but she has like no. She doesn't talk about her training. There's no showing of how she got to where she is, and she uses her actual name as her cover-up name. Yeah, what kind of shit-ass what, writing is that?
0: Yeah, weird, weird. I, I thought that too, Chris. I was like, what? Who? What kind of professional is this? But also, want to. So, this is definitely, I think, a Mission Impossible clone. Because you have again a character who's recruited very early. What well, doesn't say she was recruited when she was twenty? Mm. I mean, Ethan couldn't have been much older than that. But also, you know, IMF force is being subbed out for Charter. But the only thing about like IMF is like even early in the films, we knew more about IMF and what their mission was. It was it was an agency outside of, of course, MI6 and whatever the US, like the, the CIA, to again help keep the world safe. All we know about chart. All we know about Charter is it's. It's this organization that has people. We don't know anything about what it does or why it does what it does. We know nothing about it.
1: No. So what's the point of of MI6 if there's going to be so many of these other organizations outside of MI6? Like, what's yeah. the fucking point? That? Well,
2: so the, can I – I wanted to talk about MI6 for one yeah. second. So they employ a guy who's clearly Scottish and Jamie <laughs> Dornan or Irish and Jamie Dornan and Gal Gadot, Rachel Stone, who is Israeli. Yep. All right. I'm not saying you got to be super jingoistic here, but like you have non-English folks on your English spy team, your British spy team. How does that happen? Well, so
1: (laughs) I I imagine that happens by them, you know, getting, you know, Gal Gadot to sign for this. And (laughs) sure she shows up and she goes, she goes, yeah, I'll do this under what condition. I'm not doing the accent. They're like, well fuck, she's already here. <laughs> they just let her go with it. I don't know. Like well,
0: the thing okay, so let me let, let's let's talk about characters for one second. And I don't want to be red letter media about this, but do you guys remember you guys have seen those, right? Oh yeah. I yeah. love those dudes. I remember when, when when he's asking, okay, describe you know, he'd ask, he's like, describe Han Solo and Luke Skywalker, and people are like, Oh, he's a rogue and he's an anti-hero and he's always going against the grain. And, and then he's like, describe Qui-Gon Jinn. and then you hear crickets. But okay, so <laughs> <laughs> let's describe um, Describe for me Gal Gadot's character Rachel Stone. Explain like that's my I generic mean, spy trope. Generic, <laughs> absolute, hundred percent spy trope. Now explain for me the Chris. Now you're you love this guy, um Parker Jamie Dornan's Parker. Explain to me about him. Tell me, tell oh, me about
1: him. I mean, you just want to know what? Oh, I mean, he's. Yeah, he's the cool, the cool cat, the apparent, you know, the apparent leader on the team who has a mysterious past, obviously by the scars on his back, but he's extremely in shape and he has a uh, chemistry with, 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 the lead lady.
0: Well, I don't mind the scars. Cause uh, like, can if, I, if you, can I chime in to what I think of him, yeah, the generic spy, bad guy. Yeah, yeah there 100%. it is. <laughs> like, I don't mind the, I don't mind the scars. And I mean, if you're really going symbolic, it's he was burned. Well, yeah, you're right. He was burned. That's why he's going to do what he's going to do. Cause he was burned by his agency. Now, Someone who, so when we finally get the explanation of what happened to his character to make him go so wrong and find. I don't know. Nobody MI6 ever read his fucking file. No no. one. Not a single person. Okay. okay. So he was, he said he was trying to, he was on a mission for MI6. In Chechnya. In Chechnya. Which is a shithole. Trying to like. I forget, take gun or give guns to the right people so they could fight off a warlord. Something, something to do Infiltrated with... Infiltrated an arms dealer or something like But he like was, how yeah. he, he was doing good things and he was left out to dry. He, as an agent, was burned and then he was captured and tortured, which makes what he does when he turns in the film... You'd well, think he, he, he wasn't captured though, right? Like, they thought he was dead. Well, so they, okay, fine, they left him. They left him for dead. They predator-striked where he was at. And yeah, he survived. But the point is, when he turns in the film here and he does what he does to two other agents I think that goes completely against what he would why he's the way he
1: is because Hold I don't on. think he would have done that isn't his character just Alec uh, Trevelyan yeah like isn't it the same character yeah. Sean Bean's villain in the the Bond movie yeah dude there's nothing generic spy trope he's literally the same guy he is you're, you're, you're not wrong I'll try, <laughs> he's I'll, I'll even burned to <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think.
0: Of, I mean, I'm trying to think of a character on the MI series since this is supposed to be an MI clone. But this is obviously like a take everything popular in spy in spy movies and adapt them for our own thing, Netflix. So yeah, you're right. He is Alex of Trevelyan. He is. He was left the out. To worse version. version. Yeah. Yeah. Way, way worse than Sean Bean. But yeah, of course. The oh God, Sean Bean. Sean Bean could have played this guy.
1: He could
2: have. <laughs> I mean,
0: he's a little older now.
2: <laughs> you think he'd have been as ripped when he took his shirt off? What?
1: I mean, all right. Fair.
2: You want to see shirtless Sean Bean now, huh? I actually
0: just I mean, watched that the says movie. a lot about I you. I actually just watched, the, I watched a movie that came out a few years ago about him trying to be a boxer again. Him and um, uh, not Sofia Vergara. Um, the the other, there's a very small lady. She was on Des- Desperate Housewives. What's her name? Married to a basketball player now. Anyway, that's a it's a pretty interesting movie. It's not great, but it's you know Sean. Eva Bean Longoria. Yeah, Eva Longoria. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But again, he's trying to be a boxer at the age he is now. Like, it's weird to see him. Like, there's no way this guy passes for a a guy trying to be a boxer again. But yeah, but you're you're, you're right. I mean, insert Al Trevelyan here for 20 minutes and then insert someone else's character persona here for 20 minutes. It's, I guess, to answer the question, what I expected going into this is. They knew that Mission Impossible exists. You know the Bond exists. So you have to do something. You know that born exists. You know that all these famous franchises that have done their thing in film that have successful have their own franchises, successful that have a footing. You have to do something different. And this movie does nothing different. Matter of fact, it steals from all of them in worse ways. <laughs> so it's just I'm I'm so upset by movies like this. And this is something that like Netflix again. They don't care that it's bad. They don't. They just care that it's there when theaters go down. That's all they care about. Is you can watch this whenever you want to. So that's again my thing is I'm I'm going to be way more harsh on this movie than I should probably because I just Oh, no here's the thing
2: you should be harsh on this because like, I, I I'm honest with you like this movie's pretty bad it doesn't deserve a you know I I we could deep dive this and tear it up even more but it doesn't deserve it yeah it's it's not worth the effort to do that because like look if we sit here for another twenty minutes and just beat the shit out of this movie we would have spent just as long beating it up as the writers did writing it. And what a waste of time that is.
1: Yeah, it, it, I, mean, I don't know. Like, so when I feel like the lead doesn't even want to be there, like, why, why are you even putting this out? Because it, it really, it really doesn't. And like, you know, I guess I'm sorry to you know, you know for Gal Gadot if she really did try and this is what we got. No, there. but like, but lem- she didn't. She didn't. Well, try. here's the thing though. Like 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 even if she did, it just all all you could say is is then well the movie's written so poorly that it made it it made it seem like your lead didn't want to be there. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like it does it does no favors in any direction to anyone in this. And I'm happy for the people that like you know never been in a movie that got to do work here and you know all that stuff. But other than that, man. I wish this thing didn't exist. I wish I didn't have to spend my time watching it. This is a good example of a movie wasting your time. Luckily, I didn't have to leave my house to see it, but that's the only silver lining. But it, it it's just not worth it. And I don't understand why we can't get better films, you know, for the same price that, you know, they're being produced for. It just doesn't make any sense. And I have another question.
0: Why is Glenn Close in this? i don't know (laughs) what i I laughed what is she in here for like why why is dv wong in here yeah
1: i was gonna say you know wong has the has the best acted scene in this whole thing and it's just him dying pretty much (laughs) like that was the best thing in this movie is when he had real emotion on his face as he blew up also iceland looks badass by the way it does what a sweet place that must be oh i have a problem with this iceland isn't covered in ice no
2: it's not why is the well, there there are parts of
1: Iceland that are at certain times of it's year. It's like, listen, when I was younger, my my dream was to go to Iceland. This, mm-hmm. Iceland only has like like nine percent ice or something like that. Yeah. It's like, it's not that much, and it's it's nowhere that like, that's inhabited.
2: No, that's what that's why they drive through that. They yeah, didn't stop and still, hang out there. They that went giant, to the
1: populated city, that giant fucking university building mm-hmm. that was fucking that multi billion dollar structure that was there just in the middle of the fucking ice caps. Yep. No, I don't know. I it's just a pet peeve thing, but it's like I don't know. Well,
0: it's. I, mean, I, th- I think maybe. Gal was like, "Can we just? Can I just go to Iceland for this movie, please?" That's Iceland. There's and, to say that and, actually and, in Iceland. and the desert. It is and the desert.
2: There's the tax credit things at the end. They're oh, is it? In. Okay, yeah. okay, I got gotcha. you. Lots of places to go to Iceland now because there's a big fat tax credit for that. I get that Reykjavik, I, 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 and it's fucking sweet. I want to go to Reykjavik,
0: <laughs> Reykjavik after watching um uh, that Netflix film with Will Ferrell and Richard McAdams. I knew
2: Reykjavik. I knew you're you you could not have something to do with Iceland. without bringing up uh, <laughs> first Euro, of all, Eurovision. Eurovision.
0: that's I that's that's, that's like a it's like a nine out of ten boys. I you don't want to see it, but it's it's really great. You, you are, are the movie. only person I know that loves that movie that much. <laughs> I can love that movie. Okay, so let's talk about other things of this one then. So, can we talk about the end and be done? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Again, ex- so ex- explain to me who Nomad is. Their boss. Uh, I can't because I don't know. They talked about Nomad like she's some mysterious figure, but she's in the fucking film. Yeah, but again, it's again, it's a it's generic spy trope. Boss
1: has secrets. Boss doesn't tell underlings any of her secrets. Yeah, but you know, know like wait, why. Why is she called Nomad, but everyone else is is like labeled with like a deck of cards?
2: Well, no, she is. She's a king, but her king code name is like Nomad or something. Is what I understood.
0: Actually, the one person I did love in this movie is uh, Matthias Schweighöfer, who plays Jack of Hearts, that the guy who like operates the heart. Mm-hmm. I actually really yeah. like that Do guy. You get to pick your card. I
1: don't think so. I, I, think, it, I think it's, it's assigned to you, and you climb up. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like you start out as the two of diamonds, like a piece of shit, and you eventually become like you know, like the jack of spades. But and where's stuff. the ace then? Is it all the way at the bottom or all the way at the top? See, it depends on who you talk to. Most most sane people, the ace is the top. But if you're, doing I mean, numer- numerically, if it's numerically, the it, 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 It's the number one. So I imagine in this situation, it's the bottom of the deck.
2: Hmm. Still, I mean, you get to be a badass. So talk, ace okay, right so
0: Roger and I, so let's talk about this, the 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 things that surprised us in a movie like this. That's quite a feat. Ooh.
1: Ooh, I can go first. Ready? Okay, I'm Ready, please. i surprised that this thing got greenlit and made. Okay, Roger, what about you?
0: Okay, so I want to talk about something real quick
2: that I was surprised that I actually thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about this dude's gambling habits. <laughs> okay. The fact that, you know, he's an arms dealer, but he they go into this underground or like this.
1: Blood like, casino is what they yeah, called
2: it. Yeah, blood casino, right? Dude, and they're watching live feeds of like Navy SEAL kill cams and like gambling on it bro that is incredible <laughs> holy shit that's some degenerate stuff well yeah that's like
0: worse than death race Yep. Yeah. <laughs> bad guys do bad, I, bad guys do bad guys wow too. absolutely wow that's fucking gnarly that's bold yeah
2: i, I thought that was like that,
0: shit i wonder if that was shot in the or that was the same setting the same shot at the same place that uh kingsman 2 was shot at remember that that mountaintop retreat they went skiing down or sledding whatever they yeah did? probably is could be um so yeah that's I mean look bad guys do bad guy things like bet on swap members getting killed or kill cam cam whatever yeah, bad guys do bad guy things uh, one the one thing that surprised me and and Chris I'm surprised to hear that it did not surprise you was Jamie Dornan swip flipping and killing those two agents
1: Oh no I knew it was bad early it's not that it surprised me in the sense that he was the bad guy. I just I, I was surprised that they just dumped those two characters yeah. like that. Like that was jarring. But again, that is, I, I don't think that lends to like good or smart. Well, writing. especially just, after
0: yeah. the last twenty minutes was meant to save them from yeah. the house from the the ambush at the house and then the the long car chase. You just him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, again, could have killed them. Yeah. Again, again, why there?
0: why mess with your? shock
1: value i don't know but like
0: why was why did the flashman knock him out
1: (laughs) well yeah well okay so like i think they survive because then you can't get you can't have the the very witty and clever writing line of you know okay okay stone it's time it's time you start talking as they're driving down the down the road away from in gunfire (laughs) yeah like it's like i wanted i I wished her response would have been kind of busy hey you know Cause no can, one's going to wait that. five minutes. Yeah. It's just, it, it's, it's shitty lines like that. That reminds me this is on Netflix,
0: but okay. So tell me, sad. so tell me remembering back, what was her point of being in charter and infiltrating this MI 16? What's the point of her being there?
2: So they don't really actually say that they were just happy to have her infiltrate MI six to have like another foothold in that organization. Mm-hmm. Um, but the under from what I understood, they were using her care her role at MI six to help charter maneuver MI six the way they want to, like pawns on a chessboard. Which I mean, is really sense. I fucking just,
0: convoluted, but I, yeah, I was just asking because like I don't remember there ever being an explanation of that, and the movie is way more convoluted than it has to be with Charter and Mi6, and then who's an agent, who's not an agent, and what like all the different locations they go to, and all these exorbitant set pieces of explosions, and my goodness, is that is that how you mask a bad movie is just put a lot of action in, in it? Is that what they're is that what Netflix was? Yeah, does? yeah. Is, that, is that the playbook of Netflix? That's and so I I, I guess the the other scene that I thought was really all right, I, I kind of dug that was after they have a after the awful CGI of her running down the, the blimp and then jumping <laughs> and, and, and catching the first of all, were they were they on a helic what were they on?
1: Oh, listen, I don't even want to talk about how a helicopter can't go that high in the air. Yeah, look, well, like, so the, they, they were like
2: thousands of feet in the air. They
1: can't. Forty thousand feet. Yeah, by they the way. can't go that high. Helicopters cannot percent yeah, the, the, the air is too well, thin for them well, to cut the wind.
2: Can can I can I make a statement on that though? So I will give them some credit with this, right? Because they have the guy say, No, we probably can't do that, but he goes, You never know what we can try. At least when they went up, they were in oxygen has, masks because helicopters don't seal like airplanes Mm -hmm. yeah and once he dumped them off he says i got to get down or the rotors are going to stop spinning yeah so at least they tried to (laughs) pseudoscience
1: it so (laughs) i didn't despise that all right but no helicopters can only go to like ten thousand feet yeah they cannot go as high as it and also you know there's like a mathematical equation to to find out how far in the air you were before you hit the ground and uh they were way higher than what the what like they said they were. But how long it takes the whole parachute scene to happen? Well, they were it's forty thousand
2: feet, which is about eight and a half miles. Yeah.
1: So no, it, it's just it's it's it, these are all which again a helicopter can't be that high. No, it's like all these things that you just it doesn't matter. Just write it in there, make it look cool, push it out. I
0: was like, There's... I don't. I was like, the, is that a helicopter? And they've been they're free falling for like a minute and a half. The helicopter would not operate up there. But what I thought was interesting is when she's below the 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 female hacker and then the Dorning character is i thought was really interesting when she climbed up to the one of the villains as she just cut the line i was like okay yeah. well that's an interesting action piece right there i can all right i can be on board for the next five minutes and then it was really cool i mean like i mean as as poorly written as the movie is it's seems like that i think are cool when you know they're because that didn't look bad to me Did it look bad to you of them of the cgi or or the you know, make making-
2: no that that parachute scene was okay. Um, the problem that I had with it though is that's legitimately almost straight up out of the Mission Impossible Six, of course, it is with do. with Cavill when he gets hit on the way when he gets struck by lightning, and all she did was get knocked out. And I'm just like, what the why do we keep doing this? And also, what's far worse than falling, well, not the worst thing from falling. Would be the debris coming down around you. Because, look, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. It's raining hellfire. Yep. And any of that stuff hits you, you're dead. Or at least critically injured.
1: Crippled for life. Yeah. Like,
2: (laughs) you know, a handful of bolts falls off that thing from that far and hits you. It's like bullets. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So... I don't know. And there's so much of it too. Well, there should have been, but like all we see is like some things fly through the parachute and then like the hunk of metal land off screen. Well,
2: yeah, and the other thing is is like wouldn't you try to get away from the debris?
1: No, you're going to nap in the desert. Mm. <laughs> that seems
0: Yeah, as stupid. soon as you open the parachute, whatever steering capabilities you had, you would you would get out of that zone. Well, okay, I take that back. Someone you're trying to sell me as experienced as Rachel Stone would have absolutely her first instinct would have been we have to get away from the de- from the debris. Except she she doesn't. She just falls with the rest of the debris. Like not a care in the world.
1: The other thing is is is, uh, is Kaya. What's her name? Kaya. 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 She's she's unconscious during this whole thing. Yep. Which is a amazing. B whatever. Um, if she's unconscious, she can't brace for her parachute landing. Nope. She, she's breaking her legs. Which means she ragdolls. <laughs> she's gonna be. There's gonna be multiple places where her bones are just dust, She's <laughs> sticking out of her body. <laughs> like like they... she's not braced at all. And uh, you could say Gal Gadot like broke her fall, but then like you know she gains an additional like 130 pounds of weight as she lands too. Like there's just it's just it's so stupid. I don't know. This whole movie's stupid. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, look, it's <laughs> whole movie I don't, is stupid.
0: I'm trying. To, I don't want to be like that. I, I don't want these movies to be badly watched, especially these Netflix movies that seem, seem to they have, have an endless kind of endless budget. Budgets.
1: I don't want them to be bad either. But when they are, they are. It's not my job to try to find the goal. The, it's not my job to look for what little things in your movie makes it better than the experience it was. It's your job to show me a well-made good film.
2: Can I ask you guys a question?
1: Please. When was the last time we watched a Netflix movie where we're just like, it's okay? Like, like middling? Yeah not as while. common as like really bad and really no good. because that's
2: the thing right like we 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 swing from extreme to extreme mm-hmm. now listen we're on a we're on a run of bad besides like namona and extraction yeah and i guess that jennifer lopez movie we watch is probably about as middling as we get that was a while ago though now yeah but it was okay it was, yeah, that's it the last was. that's Marry the last me? no 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 the the one where she was a sniper
0: oh, oh with jennifer no. lopez yeah
2: <laughs> it was okay yeah it was yeah, that's the thing. It wasn't wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. So I, I'll call that one middling. But that was
0: it's been a while. Because yeah, like if you remember the, at the, the beginning, th- if at the beginning of the Netflix stuff, most of the stuff they did was great,
1: good scripts, well founded. Well, well there cast. also
2: wasn't twenty four things that came out the same week. That's
1: yeah, true. That's true. That's I very, was going to say true. like 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 the very early stuff I remember us going over was of course Triple Frontier into Extraction it was like kind of like some of the first major ones. But not long after, we got Underground Six, Six Underground. That was Six bad. Underground. I, I, always, I always call I always called Underground Six. But like, it's it. That was not good. You know what no, I mean? So not it's not like.
2: Well, then we had Red Notice with him and with Reynolds and her and the Rock. And I mean, that movie,
1: that movie was
2: so. That movie's worse than this. You think? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. because that movie. As worse as the same thing. They all the same problems though. Like legitimately, the same kind of like weird, stupid tropes. And bad, bad CGI in that one too.
0: Yeah, but at least Ryan Reynolds
1: makes me giggle. Sure. No, but, man, yeah, but hold on. But
0: in, in, in that movie, I remember just being cringe, giggle. It was never. It was like forced laughter. They want you to laugh, so they put like a almost like a laugh here. You know, kind of. I don't remember laughing at that one like genuinely. I remember like, <laughs> you know, that kind of. No, that was pretty bad. That was, and that was that was also three hundred. That also cost as much to make as the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was what? That was like 300 million or something, right? Like yeah, some yeah, just ridiculous numbers. Well, they, they shot during COVID and they had to like keep everyone separate and they legitimately had everyone had a desk with a bubble on the COVID holding so they could all be in their little I'm serious. You think I'm not joking and I've seen the pictures. I, can I get picked, a bubble? I'm just, I'm just
1: imagining it.
2: <laughs> everyone had a bubble. I would I love have to happen. have one of those in my office. Just yeah. sit in my little bubble. Hey guys,
1: there's this life-threatening virus out, but you can still work. Look at the bubble we made you. <laughs> Get the fuck just, out of here. It's so a they, ridiculous premise. So they,
0: they shot everything with Ryan Reynolds, then they shot it with Gal, then they shot it with The, the Rock. That's why it all looks so janky cut together because they were never on set together. That's why they were, never in, they were never in the frame with each other in that movie. Very rarely were they in the frame with each other or anything. I, they just shot it so weird. And I don't know why Amazon wasted... They're not No, Amazon. Was that Netflix? Oh, Netflix. Netflix. They wasted so much money on that. Uh it's such a shame too because okay, Gal, Gad- Gal Gadot and Jamie Dornan are so much have both given performances so much better than this movie. Yes, and when you do that, it's hard. It's noticeable when you have great and you're then you have this. It's like whoa, they've. I mean, Wonder Woman I think is a fucking masterpiece. And it, Belfast, bro. Oh, but yeah, I mean for for Jamie Dornan, absolutely Belfast yeah. and and the Siege of Jadeville which I still suggest you guys both watch about the. 1970 the 19 late 60s ireland uh, conflict in the in african in, in africa but that's again a hell of a movie for jamie doran hell of a performance man it's i'm just so surprised that this is what we get from netflix and you do you, do you think that they even care that
1: this is reviewed so poorly no i just don't know why you're surprised that's the wrong word to use. I, don't I think mean, you're surprised.
2: at this point with Netflix, legitimately, I don't. I don't think they care. I just. I don't. I. There's no way to look at it because listen, if somebody cared after your 84th failure in a row critically, somebody'd be like, "Dude, can not we just make something worth a shit?" Imagine, and, and listen, yeah. li- one out of a hundred is not a good number.
1: Imagine them instead of spending, you know, you know, five hundred million on four different projects and them um, all being shit. I mean at least spend five hundred million on one thing so I don't I have to I have to watch less bad thing.
2: So no but okay, so one movie I want. I want to bring up and we'll probably be ready to wrap up here. Remember the movie Spiderhead with yeah. Hemsworth and somebody yeah, somebody else movie. somebody else big was in that too, right? Yeah. I don't remember but Hemsworth but, was yeah. the call. Yeah. Hemsworth and uh Miles Teller. Yeah. That's right? So two big big people Idea for the movie's fine. Movie's bad. Mm -hmm. That movie costs $150 million, right? To be shot basically in two places. And for no real reason, it was two hours long, right? That movie was awful. Cost a bunch of money. Had two real stars. And no one ever talks about how bad that movie is, right? Because you forgot about it. Like, until I brought it up, you forgot Spider-Head existed. Oh, yeah. That's the problem with these Netflix movies is you'll forget in two months that this movie exists. Like you just won't remember it anymore, because they will generate so much other content and keep moving right along. And you know, at least this one didn't lose that much money. But in the long run, no one cares.
1: I mean, you're on the right track, I think, with that process. I I, I think it's more because it's not judged against any other metric where like there's an obvious like pass or fail metric within hollywood when you have theatrical movies because you know either they make money or they don't you know there's a clear hey this thing won this thing won the movie game it made like barbie
2: like this barbie's a real example hey look whether whether you loved or hated barbie barbie made a shitload of money yeah so like so barbie wins
1: (laughs) so like you have that very clear hey this movie was successful you know whether you liked it or not it made money so it did something right kind of thing where with the netflix model you don't have that because you know a they don't give out numbers all that other stuff they just spend money and like it's not judged on the same level as those films the only thing that kind of keeps them in line is kind of like you know like like private you know reviews critic reviews and all that kind of stuff is the only thing is only through line between the theaters and these streaming services but like there's no accountability it's just hey we're making this stuff and i don't know to find it surprising that they suck anymore i i just i I i'm not surprised it's not surprising it's surprising when they're when, when they're successful and i just think it's a very like poor state to be in where like when you accept mediocrity or less as the norm there's something fundamentally flawed with what you're actually creating at that point but you can't do anything about it because you know they're making money someplace otherwise they would do things differently if this was failing they would have changed their tactic already. Well, they would maybe, spend less I money. Mean, per, they would they would spend less money per movie. They would put more time into in, into their films. Spend more money on like something would shift. But instead, we've gotten the same thing for so long now. So they're obviously fine with how it's going. Yeah, they don't seem to capacity. care. Well, so if again we because of what's going on right now, if
0: the strike, ha- if let's just say the strike happens and the the writers and the and the actors get what they wanted, proper compensation, proper royalties. How Netflix? Those numbers would have to be public somehow. No,
1: n- no, they don't. They can have all, the, all within all their agreements that they like. No one's allowed to disclose what they make, and all they're going to do is, is no, no. But you obvi- then you,
0: you, you can lie about how many times it was viewed, and then you you say know, oh, you we only we
1: only owe this much on royalties. No. The people, the people that are getting paid would know that would would have to know the numbers, obviously. But they could be. Within it doesn't their have to be
0: general about, public. About, yeah,
1: tell about you know tell the numbers that are that are made.
0: Okay, but so you're talking about. This is the form, that, but once they have start paying out, you know, for each movie twenty, thirty million in royalties every year because of it's it's still kind of being watched by you know a worldwide audience of a hundred million people, and that's not too, I don't think it's too you know crazy to think about it over the entire world that you know they click on one thing to watch that becomes a lot. You know that's going to have to change. A movie like this, yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't think would Heart of Stone may not exist.
1: Because uh, in the way but that, yeah, it no, is. that that's a Netflix problem. I think yeah, you grossly underestimate. Netflix's ability to just say, "Hey, we're raising the prices."
2: <laughs> well, hold hold on, or hey, we were watching. We let this movie run on our streaming service for twelve months, and then we yeah. yanked it.
1: Yeah, you'll get limited runs now from now on. Yep. It won't be like a like an unlimited stockpile. That's a good point. Now, make, yeah, that's a good they'll point. They'll have things rotate. Yep, and I'm
0: sure they'll want more studio content on their on their app. Or on the especially net. So, the good yeah. stuff
1: the good stuff would definitely rotate the, they the, say hey the, you know you're coming back this fall you know mm-hmm.
0: they don't kind have to thing. pay anything for and the studios have already doled out the proper compensation so like it's a win-win for everyone you know what i mean like that it's just, it, it changes everything but in a post in a post um strike world i don't think heart of Tone exists in the way that it is now i think netflix pays much more attention to all right we have to guys we have to punch up this script you know, we can't we cannot shoot this script. It's awful. Like I think they pay much more attention to little things like that. Good. They should. And I, I think yeah, well, so too. Why wouldn't you want everything you release to be like, okay, is this is this a decent to is this a a better effort than we thought we were gonna Okay, yes, then release it. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't make any sense to me. It
1: just doesn't. Uh, ima- imagine for a second what doesn't pass Netflix Netflix's quality standards. <laughs> if this <laughs> if this is greenlit me time. Um <laughs> It passed. I know. Like, imagine what doesn't. Like, that's that's insane. Like, I don't know. God, I just, I can't. Like, I, I,
0: I can't. When I was done with this movie, I was so angry. Especially because, so that woman who, the, 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 the Kia, the hacker who mm. caused all this devastation, literally yeah. almost brought the world to the brink of destruction. To its
1: knees, yeah.
0: Is now allowed to work as a
1: spy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I, I mean, her mission, if she chooses to accept it.
0: God, man! Like, do you have no respect for your audience's intelligence level, Netflix? Do you have zero respect for that? Are you kidding I mean, me? So here, here's the problem. I wasn't surprised. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> well, look, <laughs> no, we, we all you're saw that. To
0: like her, we all saw that yeah. coming. That's the oh, point. Yeah. Is she had her redemption? So, mm-hmm. but like, not even like, well. Nomad wasn't like well, okay, you join the team, but you're gonna work from this cell supervised by yep. six people at all times.
1: Yeah, all you need is a Wi-Fi signal, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah like this,
0: But no, she's out in the wild in the van, like no shackles, not drinking coffee brought to her. You know what I mean? It's, it's
1: cold just, coffee though. Okay. Cause,
0: yeah, cold coffee because she's now a villain. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I, it just doesn't like that. Doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever with the rest of the movie. But hey, you know it's Netflix.
2: All right, let's, let's wrap this bad boy up.
1: Yeah, let's give this scores.
0: <sighs>
2: Who wants to go first? I want to go
0: first. Mm-hmm. Oh, two in a row for you. Yeah, okay, there's... Heart of Stone. I didn't go in with as low expectations as I did Last Voyage of the Demeter. I went in with kind of middling expectations. I like Gal Gadot. I like um, who's the I like um, who's the guy? Jamie Dornan. I like Jamie Dornan as Parker. I like the. Unlimited those seemingly unlimited amount of money Netflix has to use on all these budgets. Okay. What, I, what I couldn't see coming. What I absolutely could not see coming was a one on a 10 scale. Whoa. Is <laughs> that the lowest score you ever given? No, I've, I think I've given other ones, but I yeah I, I remember gave something a 0.5, but I'll have to go back and look oh. at But this is a one and it's, it's so, it's so shitty because it, it has all the right pieces to be a, to be a nine if it wanted to be. It has a an awfully convoluted script that, with someone taking, you know, some very experienced writer who has experience who who writes this kind of spy thriller espionage stuff, take a take a pass at it and say, well, you don't need these pages. You can get away with this plot line. We can probably get rid of this character if you want. You have a much tighter movie, a much more interesting movie with. You know, one spy agency keeping tabs on another spy agency, but when they do, their tech gets stolen and then they have to get it back before the wrong people. It just, why is all that stuff in this movie? There's like three different movies here and mm-hmm. none of it's done well. And it seems like Gal Gadot just kind of phoned it in. The only person I think really wanted to be there was, I mean, Jamie Dorn at least gave me something. And that's why his movie's getting a one and not a zero because at least he gave me something. So this is one. And it's a shame that I gave it a one.
1: Hmm. Netflix gotcha. damn you Netflix I hate you <laughs> I mean okay so uh, a lot of the same sentiment that you've already you know talked about with yours I mean the fact that I can tell that Gal phoned this in is one of the most telling things damning yeah I paused this movie praying to God it only had 15 minutes left because it felt like the movie was coming to a, to, to a head and when I paused that and saw that I was only halfway through, I was at the one hour or two hour marks, my soul died on the inside and just drained from my life force because I did not want to watch any more of this film. It's not good. There's nothing, There's no redeeming qualities. I can't think of a single thing I would rather watch this more than on the top, off the top of my head, except for maybe Artemis Fowl. Artemis Fowl was a zero for me. So I'd rather watch this than Artemis Fowl. Fart- but not by much. Fartemis Owl. No. This is a one. This Boy,
0: is a one I, thought, I thought I thought that joke was dead and buried. I guess that was <laughs> no, it's
1: not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh movie, man, this, this
1: is this is a big fat one for me. This my thing big, sucks. Big fat. I never one. want to see it again.
2: Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. This movie stinks. It's a one. <laughs> oh my along. god,
0: I'm, I can't remember the last time we were all on the same page, like the same number. No, no point. Dude, <laughs> Dude this 6. movie five. stinks. Yeah, this yeah, this triple ones. Bam, bam, bam. I <laughs> got a three out of a three <laughs> finger guns because that's the score that it got. <laughs> 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 it
2: got. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Get the fuck out you of know, here.
0: and I just quickly looked on like the metacritic and uh, there are people that gave this said this is the best no, female spy stop. thriller since Just Don't. I but like I don't even, even the 355, you remember that you one? You read the comment section under you?
1: I gave that movie a 2.
2: Do you do you read the comment section under like YouTube videos and shit?
0: No, no, but like I'm just because I mean that's what you're doing. Well, I'm just curious what people are saying about this because like you're gonna legitimately have people walk away from this like Heart of Stone, that was a winner. Like, I'm so glad I have Netflix. Well, I loved it. It's like what is why wrong with it? That's why I it? hate subjectivity on films. Like, someone's gotta be right, someone's gotta be wrong, damn it.
1: I, I, you know, I, don't, that's I don't for people what's worse. being right, that's what I'm here is for. this movie or or is this movie worse than Interceptor? It has to be right. I think I gave Interceptor. Oh, yeah,
0: two. no. This is worse than Interceptor.
1: Okay, so I think I gave Interceptor. Straight like up, this three. movie's
0: worse than Interceptor. I think Interceptor yeah. was like 3-4 range, which isn't much yeah. different, I guess. any Anything below a four <laughs> really isn't much different, to be honest with you. But
1: It's just different varying levels of crap.
0: Yeah, it's just... It's so... Because like it's not like they're hampered by like, oh, we had to cut the budget. They have seemingly unlimited amounts of money to spend on these budgets. And if you're going to spend the money on a budget, why not take some of that money and be like, you know what? let's get a really good writer just to punch up some of these scripts because they need it so very badly. I just don't know what I, I just, I, it's a mystery to me. It's a, it's a damn mystery. If, if Blumhouse can make, you know, these movies that there's these horror films that cost $5 million to make. And they're actually, you know, six, sevens, eights and nines and make a hundred, $200 million in the box office. Why can't Netflix do the same goddamn thing mm-hmm. with these spy thrillers? If you're going to make it, just make it Right. You know they can't. Is, they don't know how. It's just, that's uh, it. Right. They just can't. I I got to stop here because I'm going to say more negative shit. But wrap her up. All right. I can't. If there's someone out there who liked it, I what what is wrong? Nope.
2: Don't tell me because I'll, <laughs> I'll mock you openly on the show.
0: No, tell us
1: why you liked it. <laughs> no, make, don't make, make us understand. You know what?
0: I'll <laughs> someone send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail, and I I, I legitimately want to hear your. If you can convince me, if you have a good argument, I'll read it on the show and we'll talk about it. of Why you think Heart of Stone deserves more than one. I don't mean a two or a three. If you think it deserves a five or above, legitimately, please write. I I want to hear your argument. I want to know what you saw that we didn't see. I I, I seriously want to know. That being said. Yes. That being said, I'm sure you have better things to do than
1: that being said, you're wrong.
0: (sighs) I didn't say that, Chris. Come on, man. I don't respect your opinion. opinion. (laughs) All right, this has been episode 344B of Ford Love of Cinema. God, you think we'd be better at this by then. Uh, you, you'd think. A movie podcast. <laughs> Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning and Friday morning at 5 a.m. in the podcast service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two. Rate, subscribe, every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grace and Maxwell one I am at Raj Dillion. I have no X, no X for you, Chris. Check us out on YouTube. Send us an email to cinema podcast at gmail.com. Please send us that email if you think this movie deserved a five or above. I just I want to hear your reasons, man. I really do. And next week we're taking a look at the probably ill fated Blue Beetle and the, the Beanie Bubble, Flood Bees Beanie Bubble on Apple TV Plus beanie, bubble, with, beanie, bubble. with with Zach Galifianakis with no beard. He'll be on the show. Holy shit. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> With no you beard. Think I would
2: have known about this. Oh, yeah. Wait, is he coming here or going to you?